Some of you have come out of the, uh, I'm going to call it virtual imprisonment of the last year and a half or so with all kinds of things that you want to do. And, and you're getting to do some of them, you know, restaurants that have managed to make it through and are serving your favorite burger, whatever it happens to be, uh, you can go or, you know, go to a movie, you can go. But you've also come out with, uh, in some cases, I guess you could call it pent-up anger and uh, a great deal of uh, anxiety, and you've taken it out by way of going to shop. I, I haven't been able to shop like a normal person until now, so I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy everything. And you know what? You wouldn't be the only person. Revenge spending. That's what they call this. It's on the rise. And uh, this is a result of the pandemic restrictions easing. And in some cases, revenge spending is hurting relationships. And uh, that resentment towards each other is being taken out through overspending. You know, I'll show you. I don't care what we have in the bank. I'm going to buy that silk scarf. I'm going to buy that pair of shoes. I'm going to buy that new suit, whatever it happens to be, that maybe you can and maybe you can't, maybe you need and maybe you don't. Revenge spending, they call it. So who knows about revenge spending better better than somebody who works in the financial community? Leslie Ann Scorgi joins us. She is founder of MeVest, a leading-edge financial education company specializing in money coaching for Canadians, and it sounds like they need it, Leslie Ann. I know. So this is all very natural. Anytime we've been through something traumatic like the pandemic and you haven't been able to do something that maybe you were normally doing before, there can be this pent-up um, resentment or anger or anxiety. And so what's happening right now is we are seeing a surge in digital and physical purchases. So happening at the digital checkout and also in physical stores, whether people can actually afford it or not, they are taking out their emotions through the, through purchases. So let's just be clear, this is extremely unhealthy because if it's left unchecked, it can actually make financial matters so much worse for Canadians. And, uh, you know, it can put really like a lot of undue pressure on relationships that may have already been struggling because the pandemic just forced you into confinement with your partner for the past 20 months. I guess I'm getting old. And so number one, my partner and I uh, of many, many decades now um, get along with each other. And when we don't, we go and then it's over. And uh, neither of us finds any need to do that. That's not to say that both of us at times sit in front of the computer and just casually leaf through the endless, endless Amazon offerings and think, well, I could use that. Well, I could use that. Well, I could use that. But generally speaking, we don't do that. But you're telling me that a lot of people do. A ton of people do. And so boredom is one of the major factors that we know is linked to overspending. So if you have experienced boredom, like welcome to the club, everybody has during the pandemic, um, it, it does result in uh, those, those, as you're calling, scrolling through Amazon. And instead of you and your partner just uh, skipping over and saying, well, we don't need this. A lot of people are actually going to the confirm the checkout button. 
and, and they're checking out with many, many things. So if you're listening and you're not sure that this is you, here's a really good way to tell is if you in the past three months have had an Amazon package arrive at your door and you cannot remember what you ordered, that is a telltale sign that you are unlikely um, doing some revenge spending, some catch-up spending because of some underlying feelings that you have about the pandemic. Okay, so what do I do about it? I was just going to say, so like there's hope here and where I like to coach my students and clients is take this anger, this anxiety out on areas of your finances that could use a little revenge. Areas where if you took revenge, clever revenge, you could actually see an improvement in your financial health. So this is doing specific, you're talking about doing specific things. And and I know you have a, a kind of a list. Maybe you could run through it. That's what I'm thinking. So like one of the things I think you should first target, take revenge out of any expenses that got out of control during the pandemic. And I'm going to call out a few, a few items. The first is negotiating your home and auto insurance. So we all know everything that we that we knew about driving changed during the pandemic. You may not be going back to the office. And so some new research coming from Omnia says that you can save about $300 to $500 if what you do is you renegotiate and bundle up your home and auto insurance. P.S. While you're doing this, you need to tell your insurance provider what changed. Are you driving as much? Are you not driving as much? So the other thing that we saw is subscriptions. Now, I'm a little guilty of this, too. During the pandemic, we signed up for the Amazon Prime. We had Netflix. At one point, we had Crave. And and I just started to kind of, like, dial it back, right? And so what we're seeing now with subscriptions, whether it's for um, a physical, like, a physical activity, so you're doing, like, yoga, or maybe you're doing Peloton, um, we're seeing that subscriptions need to be trimmed and that this will add another $500 of savings back to your bank account in the year. And then here's another area is takeout orders and spoiling your kids. So I'm a parent. I know I felt uh, pretty guilty having my kids be at home all the time, not having play dates and whatnot. And so we saw major peaks in spending on from parents. Uh, just trying to to make their kids feel a bit better. So this is another area I'd say, like take out food and spoiling your kids. Trim here as well. Okay, so that, so it's a quid pro quo. If you have uh, engaged in some of this revenge spending and you've uh, run up some bills that now need to be addressed, then take something out of the bottom where you and indulged. And yet you don't need six streaming services, that kind of thing. So I, I think these are good pieces of advice. I think they're all worthy of some thought. And frankly, I think everybody is, if not a lot guilty, then a little bit guilty. And I thank you, Leslie Ann. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Good luck. That's Leslie Ann Scorgi. She is founder of MeVest, 